0: Yeah, I think it's something about the visual of it, having that kind of, like, shield and everything. I wouldn't even say it's an alter ego anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it started, I was just like, yeah, this is to, like, differentiate myself from my stage self. It's like, I'm the same person on that stage. It's just, um, yeah, it's this added element of myself that, yeah, I love that. I love that helmet. That was one of those things when I started out. I was like... Uh! <laughs> and, like, yes, I got, I got some, like, flack for it and stuff. They're like, are you, are you really going to bring that on stage? I'm like, yes. And kind of growing into that, um, yeah, being comfortable with that side of myself that wants to, like, have March this 8th marks
1: International Character. Women's Day. To celebrate, Music Nova Scotia is hosting a day of professional development and a sweet show at the Marquee. Isra Fitch is on that bill. And she'll stop by to chat about what she's calling the redemption era of her music career, the roots of her stage show, and that time she was my student at NSCC. Plus, Dana Beeler from MNS will pop in to tell us all about the day. I'm Tara Thorne, and this is The Tideline. be phase two, this two-week phase two, before we celebrate defeating the pandemic. You heard about that, right? You definitely heard off the top of the show that Music Nova Scotia is putting on a big to-do at the Marquee on Tuesday, March 8th for International Women's Day. It's a killer lineup and as I'm talking, tickets are still available but that will likely not be true for long, so get those tickets now. Seems like it's going to be one of the last of the Seated Bubble shows. So this Excellent lineup will feature Cluttered, General Khan, Lindsay Meisner, Shea Pitts, and Pillow Fight, along with this week's guest, Isra Fitch. And Pillow Fight, by the way, sold out the Carlton in a snowstorm last week and also dropped a new single, which I'm going to play for you now. Here's Half Moon. <laughs> pillow fight with half moon and now on the line we've got dana beeler who is the events marketing and communications manager at music nova scotia she's here to tell me all about the big international women's day celebration they've got on the go hi dana oh hi how are you i'm good i'm very excited about the show that you all are putting on um now was that something in the works before or were you waiting to see how the phases turned out
2: Uh, oh, that's a great question. Um, we were kind of planning it and it was going to be, you know, it depended on, I don't know, it depended on the space and it it was something that we were going to plan no matter what, uh, if it was going to be virtual or, um, uh, in person, that was kind of the, just the last piece of it, but it's Mm -hmm. nice that it gets to be in person, um, as cool as that is.
1: Yes, and it seems like it's going to be one of the last of the the bubble shows of the tables. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um I'm not 100% sure, but uh, so far it's going good like folks are buying tickets so that's all I care about.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah, well it's a great lineup. I don't know how you could fail with it honestly. Um mm-hmm. so you've also got a day of uh, professional development where you're bringing in mentors and you're having like you know guest speakers and Kind of offering network opportunities to the membership. Um, uh, why is it? Why is it important for um, for for you know this stuff to still be happening? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I mean, this would be our fifth year of doing this kind of event, and this is kind of like my baby. I feel like because I uh, I started like this was the first event International Women's Day was like the first event that I ever did for Music Nova Scotia. It was like one of the first full conference and showcase things that I ever did all on my own. Um, so getting to do it now, uh, many, many years later is, uh, really great. But, um, I think in general, it's just nice to have like a safe fish, a safe feeling place for, um, folks who aren't men who aren't like cis men. Um, mm-hmm. because it's still, no matter what, like no matter how, uh, progressive we feel we are or how forward. Uh, how much we like move forward into the future of uh, gender diversity. And uh, I I still think that like having a space for, for women, for non-binary folks um, to come together and talk to each other and realize that there's other people doing the same things that they may not know um, in the industry. It's just like, it's a nice thing to, to be able to do. Um,
1: And amongst the people who come, like, what is the response to this type of thing? Cause you and I are both, women in the music industry, Mm -hmm. but we're kind of loud and, um, (laughs) we don't mind talking to, we are like, we can talk to people. Um, but, but as a networking opportunity, um, you know, how, what is the response to this day usually?
2: Um, You know, it's grown over the last couple of years. Uh, So this year we have about 25 folks signed up right now, and there's still uh, space to sign up. So that's nice. We can host about 40 people in the the local women's council house that we're using. Mm -hmm. Um, So if we could get like 30 folks to come out and talk to each other, that would be incredible. The very first year I did it, there was seven. So (laughs) people are... I think they like see the importance of it or they see that it's an opportunity for them to meet people that they may not know and learn something that they may not know. So, and I, I kind of like, like to position it as like a casual, like there's food and coffee and we just like talk and hang out and you learn stuff in like a semi-structured environment, but mostly (laughs) it's about eating food together and talking to one another and realizing that we're kind of you know, we're all on the same the same floor. We're all on the same page here and we're we're just trying to like get through the music industry and you do that. I guess you do that with a network and this is a, a good starting place for that.
1: Yeah, it's less speed dating y than you might yeah. think.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's no Nova Scotia Music Week conference, that's for
3: sure. <laughs> um,
1: so tell me about this lineup. It's a total banger of a lineup, but um it's uh it's Genre agnostic, which I think is sort of a brave thing to do. Yeah. I mean,
2: I kind of wanted to just do something a little bit more festival vibe and get to, like, <laughs> showcase a wide range of genres instead of, you know, in the past we've done, like, singer-songwriters or we've had, like, a kind of separate stages where, like, more pop and hip-hop were on one stage and then we had, like, indie rock and like poppy indie rock stuff on another stage. And I just, I don't know. I feel like we saw such a good response of having um, diverse genre stages at Music Week that Mm. it just, it seems to be a thing that people want. And I don't know if like the public necessarily uh, knows that they want it, but they like it when they're there. So that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm going for. And then also it's just an opportunity for, again, for all of these people on this bill to talk to each other and network and like work together in like ways that, um, you know, they may not have had that opportunity in the past.
1: Um, I was just thinking uh, about how girl used to be a genre itself. And you and I both (laughs) played shows where we were the girl band. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed a change with that in, in festivals? Like, like, you know, you would go to a festival and all the women would be on one stage and it would be genre diverse, but in a very confusing way. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I've seen that in a long time, which is kind of nice, or at Mm -hmm. least it's not like explicitly being like, this is the women's stage, (laughs) which is really nice. Um, And I really hope that like, you know, there are people also on this bill who are not women who are non-binary, mm-hmm. um, who don't identify as female. So it, it's like also important for me to, to represent that, um, that aspect of it as well, because I, you know, I don't feel like it is just about women because it, it needs to just be more inclusive in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no to your first, to your first question. <laughs>
1: Awesome. So tickets are available now. Are there, how is it, are there, are there still some as we're talking? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. And, um, and it looks like you have to buy whole tables, but you don't always. No, so you
2: don't, uh, you can buy individual tickets. Um, all of the money is going to the AdSum for Women and Children, um, which is really great. They've been doing some wonderful stuff, uh, specifically around like housing women. So, um, and that is very important right now. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, best of luck. I'm going to be there. Table 17. Yeah And uh, <laughs> I'm very stoked to uh, to to see it all go down.
2: All right. Cool. Thanks,
1: Thanks so much, much Dana. Hi. We've got Isra Fitch in the wings. But before she joins me, I'd like to play you her most recent single. This is The Hollywood Kids. Second of my NSCC students to come on the show. Keontae Beals was the first. Oh, nice. I love it. So when was that? 2015?
0: That would have been, yeah, my first year. 2015, I was in your communications course.
1: <laughs> it's so weird to think about now. I know. I know. And I, I don't even know how I would teach that course now because the bottom has fallen out of journalism. I'm like, I don't know. Get a TikTok? I don't understand. One I don't of, even
0: know. One of the like main things I remember about your class is one of the most helpful things. I talk about it a lot is you got all of us to walk up to you at the front of the room and shake your hand and yeah. be like that handshake sucks <laughs> because you need like meeting people and you have like a weak handshake or you don't know how to be like just confident and yeah. you're like own space and stuff yeah. it was like that was one that and like the writing skills that you like <laughs> you know <laughs> you what everyone. The right,
1: i don't even care about the right the handshake
0: is so important <laughs> so important yeah. i remember that that's one of the key things i remember from NSCC.
1: Yeah. I love that. I mean, I do. I am actually not a very confident person, but I do. Mm-hmm. Co- I think I said competent by accident. Competent. I'm neither competent nor confident. Um, but yeah, I do have a really good handshake, and I mm-hmm. find it, I am al- always insulted when someone doesn't. Like yeah. I feel like you're not committing to me in this five second. I mean it's a bit different now with covid like I yeah. ask now but like totally. are, are you shaking hands but um I, it's also like I
0: I like to dom- like
1: dominates men. They're always like, "Oh." Yeah. I'm like yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, there is something about like if somebody's confident and like uh like actually like holding your hand when they like there's nothing worse than somebody like giving you like a limp handshake. <laughs> No. What is wrong? Yeah. Who raised you? <laughs> Not Tara <Thorns>.
1: right. <laughs> Well, cool. I'm glad you remember that. So, um, so what was your kind of music vibe back in those
0: days? It's quite different now. It is very different. Oh my goodness. In NSCC, I think I so I was always like somebody who listened to pop music like that was my thing and I felt kind of shy about that Mm -hmm. going to like studying music and stuff like we were learning all this jazz theory and everyone was into this cool like indie rock music and everything (laughs) and it just like I felt like you know writing with like simple chords and everything Mm -hmm. and like wanting to use like synths and stuff I just like I think I shied away from it a lot in those days and I didn't like yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't very confident with it. And I think I thought so much about, like, what people in my class would, like, think about right. me and stuff. And that, thank God, has, like, vanished and stuff. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, it would be cool if I could, like, you know, wear these types of things on stage one day. Or I could, like, just write music that I want to listen to. But, yeah, there's something there was something there that I was just like insecure about with like pop music. And right. now I'm just like, I, I love it. I love so many different types of pop music, but I'm like not afraid to say like, yes, I listened to Taylor Swift. Yeah. I, yeah. Lord is my favorite mm-hmm. artist. Like these are like these like pop women. Um, Yeah, I used to be so shy of it. And now I just like, I
1: love it. Well, those the kids in those classes too, I would always be like, why are you all into like – 70s yeah. jam bands. <laughs> You're 19. What is wrong with you? And then someone will be like, I like always. I'm like, well, that's a good start. That's a
0: good start. But
1: like, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Like there was so much guitar wankery in yes. that class.
0: So it makes sense
1: that, yeah, they, like pop music would be
0: nothing. 100%. You bring a song in and everything and it like uses, you know, four or five chords and stuff. And it doesn't have this crazy guitar <laughs> solo in it. And, you know, the lyrics follow like a very specific melody. Mm-hmm. And I just like, that's the stuff that I I. I love I love seeing, like, bands that kind of go crazy and stuff. I love the indie rock bands in Halifax. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've seen so many different genres here. But for me, I'm, like, so happy that I didn't shy away from pop.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yeah, love yeah. It. So how long did it take you to kind of feel okay about that?
0: I, like, after I graduated in 2017... Then I was playing with other bands, like, for that year. I was just, like, getting my foot in the industry and stuff. And then I started Isra Fitch, maybe around, like, 2018. Uh, yeah, a few years ago now. And, um, yeah, still, like, I a lot has, like, changed in the past, like, few years. Like, still a little bit timid and stuff of, like, what I wanted, like, who who I kind of thought I had to be to, you know, like— do this and everything and then like I think a lot in the past like year and a half or so is like where I was like no this is like what this is the sound I like to make this is how I want to dress and how I want to you know act Mm -hmm. and everything and kind of uh letting go of what I thought people in the industry were thinking of me I think I had so much of that the imposter syndrome and just like uh people aren't going to like me if I do this or like people are going to think this is silly if I am this dramatic Mm -hmm. or like I talk about these things on social media nobody's going to take me seriously and so I don't know what happened in the past year (laughs) I mean you could probably put a a finger on it it,
3: maybe
0: (laughs) probably lots of introspection and just like man if we're going to get out of this thing I don't want to like I don't want to Water down what I actually want to do.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I mean this is the attitude I have been hoping more people would have. It's mm. like life is short, we know this. Yes. And it's like we just wasted two years exactly. doing nothing. So yeah, you should be doing what you want to do. Yeah. You know. Totally. Cool. And so so something that you do is wear a helmet and a bodysuit and yeah. have a whole show <laughs> on stage. Can you tell me about um um kind of where that came from? Did somebody inspire it and um and to your point about, you know, being taken seriously or whatever, that's not something that people do here. They don't put on a show necessarily. Mm. Um, so I love it. I love seeing oh, it. sweet. Yeah. so, tell me, so tell me about the evolution of that whole thing.
0: Yeah. I think like the helmet was like one of the first things, I think before I asked any bandmate to join me, <laughs> I bought a motorcycle helmet. I don't have my license yet. <laughs> so,
1: you have the helmet. You're yeah, getting, I have the that.
0: helmet. I, that was something like... I remember in high school I drew this picture of this woman just, like, wearing a bra and she had a motorcycle helmet on. And there's something so, like, stark about that image that, like, that, like, strong female energy and something, like, kind of shielding her and stuff. Um, And so, like, for a while it felt like this, like, kind of superhero metaphor of just like you know i'm a very human i'm a very like vulnerable emotional human being and everything and all of my songs are like written about my life and everything it's all very personal and my name is isra fitch like that's what i you know it's everything is so personal and having that like little shield right um feels so good also I just like I love the aesthetic of a motorcycle helmet I think they're like so badass Mm -hmm. and like sexy and stuff but I yeah I think it's something about the visual of it having that kind of like shield and everything I wouldn't even say it's an alter ego anymore Mm -hmm. I think it started I was just like yeah this is to like differentiate myself from my stage self it's like I'm the same person on that stage it's just um yeah, it's this added element of myself that yeah, I love that. I love that helmet. That was one of those things when I started out, I was like,
3: oh uh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like, yes, I got I got some like flack for it and stuff. They're like, Are you are you really gonna bring that on stage? I'm like, yes. And kind of growing into that, um, yeah, being comfortable with that side of myself that wants to like have this bigger. Character,
1: Right. I think. Yeah. And how was it? Like, the first time you did it, how was it? Because mm-hmm. you're also – you're not wearing a lot either. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really exposed yeah, in, in all kinds of ways. Yeah. <laughs>
3: how was, <laughs> how really. was that?
0: Um The secret, what I found is, like – because I remember my parents came to my show. One of the first shows I wore just, like, a bodysuit and, like, sneakers and – Um, I had like this little Marcus gave me one of his Marcus my guitar player gave me one of his amazing windbreakers to like wear over (laughs) it as I walked on stage and you know taking that off like there's something about um, I think it's it's such an aesthetic thing there's not really a part of me where I'm like I just want to you know show skin for the sake of showing skin which I'm like I love it when people do that for the sake of it I'm Mm -hmm. like I'm all for it if that's what you want to do um for me it's just like the aesthetic of it I'm so into superheroes and like (laughs) pop stars and stuff Mm -hmm. like um I like these big, like dramatic things that people do, and so my secret was like wearing two, two like thin layers of like pantyhose to like feel less exposed. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I made sure I make sure that I'm like very you know covered up <laughs> in the way that I need to be because I yeah, it's like it's a vulnerable thing, but um, no, those are the outfits that make me feel like really confident. Makes mm-hmm. me feel like. Um, yeah, there's something uh yeah. There's something I really like about like doing those dramatic things. Yeah. yeah. Is there
1: anyone like uh, currently that's inspiring you stagecraft wise?
0: Oh, I watch a lot of drag race. Right. I have my favorite drag queen. Her name is Katya Zamolachikova. And she's wow. like, yeah, she's like she puts on this, like, Russian character and stuff, and she's just, like... Yeah, it's, like, bodysuits and stuff, and she's just, like, so dramatic and so wild on stage. And, no, I, I think it's a mix of, like, um, women I really look up to, some superheroes, and then, like, these, like, <laughs> amazing, like, queer, like, drag race stars. and Yeah. That's wow, it's quite
1: the melange. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, I was trying to get Mitski tickets, and, of course, I couldn't, but I also read yeah. that Mitski... Um, uh, when I saw her, she was doing a lot of movement yeah. the last time I saw her um, in her show. And apparently she hired a choreographer two and a half weeks out from the tour. And she had to learn 18 dance, like 18 different oh dances God. in a 24-song set. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, the the choreographer said she was learning two a day. Holy shit. <laughs> <I
3: know. laughs> That's crazy.
0: Oh, my God. the The amount of like, I mean, there's the... Uh, the actual like physical part of it, but also the memorization of like yeah. learning how to do that. That's wild.
1: Yeah. I remember when I interviewed St. Vincent, she was doing um nice. all, all that, um that kind of robotics. So when she played yeah. the jazz festival here, like she did it here where it was just like all stone faced and it was all choreographed. And mm-hmm. I, and I asked her about, you know, is it one more thing that you have to think about? And she's like, no, actually because it's all locked in,
0: um, it makes me freer yeah, as an artist. You don't have to think about it. I think that's like, that's such a, That's such a cool thing. I think that also comes with, like, when you practice a lot and Mm -hmm. stuff, or you, like, you know your set so well, you don't have to think about, like, when you're on stage, like, oh, what's that chord coming (laughs) up? Or, like, what do I do with my hands? Like, when when you're used to it, you can kind of finally take in the moment. Mm -hmm. My early shows, I was just, like... Like, in the day, I wouldn't be able to, like, I would get so nervous, mm-hmm. like, and wouldn't be able to, like, eat and everything. And it was just, like, it was so, because I was so uh, unsure of what I was going to do. Now I feel like the, it's starting to lock in, and awesome. I can finally like really enjoy it. It's my favorite thing.
1: Cool. How yeah. has played uh, playing with Good Dear Good helped all of this? Oh
0: my gosh! I so Good Dear Good's like my family. <laughs> I so Brandon and Tim are some of my like they are my best friends. They are um, yeah. I Met them at NSCC. They were a year behind me and. Yeah, they were like the first band um, that I kind of played with um, in Halifax. And I think it's a very different setup. I think it's good because it taught me, um, you know, there's different things that you learn, like uh, when you're starting out sound checks and loading in gear and loading out gear that maybe you don't always learn in college or when you right like, especially like university like when you study music there I don't know if it's always talked about so staying staying for like the last band and stuff that you're opening for like there's all these like little things that I'm happy I learned like before I like just had to handle a lot of it on my own right um there's but-
1: no how to be a band class at an SCC. <laughs> They also need a band naming class at an Oh SCC. my
0: gosh, does there ever. Oh my God, I would love to. I'd be like, record? we went with the first one, did we? Okay. Yeah, oh my gosh, naming a band. It's hard. Yeah. We can try harder sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I think dance movie is one of my favorite oh, band names. You. I really, I really mean that. People I, often yeah. say
1: dance party, dance which par- is the opposite of what we are. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's not fun at all,
0: actually. Dance party. No, that's a very different show <laughs> that I would way rather go see dance movie. Thank you so much. (laughs)
1: Um, So if you go to your website, it says uh, in the redemption era. Mm -hmm.
3: Um,
1: And I don't think and this I think obviously is a pop music thing. Like we don't Mm. think about it necessarily. Like you can look back on Taylor Swift or like basically when everyone shows when everyone shows up with a new record, they have a look that goes with it. It's a whole vibe. Indie rock people don't do that. Mm -hmm. But pop
0: people do. So, yeah. Tell me what the redemption era means. to you. Yes. I had this like. Yeah, redemption era. I think a lot of it was obviously like born out of this like pandemic. Just like this uh rough rough time. I like and I'm pretty open about this on like social media. Like go through intense intense like depressions and stuff and um and I think yeah, a lot a lot kind of fell apart in the pandemic for everyone. Um and I think a big thing was like finding my footing again. I wrote I wrote a song called Stay, which we finally set our release date for and I'm Yay. very excited. Um, but that that song really was about like um redemption and it's it's less like I think redemption can be thought about as like, you're getting back at all the people that like, <laughs> didn't believe in you. That's vengeance. And there's like, yeah, yeah, that's vengeance. <laughs> Maybe there's like a tiny yeah. bit of that, but mostly it's like redemption over the hard times because there were some really hard times in there. And so, kind of, um, yeah, taking that, I think of it as like, you know, the, these movies that I really love where the main character is like, kind of coming out of like the worst time the rock bottom and they're starting to like pick themselves up there's like a cool slow motion scene (laughs) of them walking with a badass song that's what i think this like era is going to be Mm -hmm. um and i yeah i think a lot of my music attaches itself to the word redemption and i i hope it's not taken in like a a mean <laughs> way or anything. It's it's just about like getting through that like rough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think most of us, all of us experience that. And does an era to you mean a record cycle or what does it mean? I think like at the beginning, it was like, uh, this will be the like single, this will be the like single cycle. It's like stay will be all about redemption and everything. But I really, I really love the, I love the welcome to redemption era. I think that like that kind of seals, I don't know, the deal on what I, what I am feeling lately is mm-hmm. just like, uh, I'm letting go of a lot of, uh, you know, insecurities and stuff and like who I need to live up to and mm-hmm. everything. And I'm kind of sticking around the people I'm very close to, um, and making art that's that's just what redemption is to me i think yeah yeah cool i mean um you're
1: here because of this international wednesday show that you're playing um uh you know it's it's such an interesting thing and i'm gonna talk to dana too um Mm -hmm. about um you know I, like, so much has shifted around the, the gender conversation. So, yes. you know, we've had to become more inclusive. and Definitely. And, you know, we're still figuring... We're still figuring it out... I'm saying that we, like me personally, but, like, yeah. also me. <laughs> but, like, the royal... I need changed. to
3: think
0: more. I think you could change women's day. If anyone could, it would be you and Dana, like... <laughs> shaking, hands shaking hands and taking names. <laughs> yeah, shaking hands with a firm answer.
1: I mean, but, you know, so, you know, I, I some people don't like this question, but, like, what does...
0: International Women's Day, what does it mean to you at this point? I think, you know, I, such a pure feminist and everything. And I, yeah, I, I think this is just like a celebration of like how, you know, of what uh, women, like gender diverse, non binary people um, have done and keep doing. I think it's like maybe looking at it as a celebration for me is like, um, it's kind of hard when you just like, this is the one day in the year where we all post about, like, yeah. a woman that we, like, know and <laughs> support. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> but, like, I think for me it's like I like to think about the women that inspire me and stuff. And, um, yeah, I think this will be, like, this, like, show at the marquee is just going to be, like, a bunch of um yeah, it's like non-binary and uh, female, gender diverse people coming together to just like put on this like badass show. I think like. Um, and not following genre lines. Yes. And I love. Which is rare. That. There's like, there's artists I have not ever like played with like General Con or um, Shea Pitts mm-hmm. who I'm like really excited to see. Like there's, there's people that I haven't been on a lineup with before and right. yeah it's like it's like pop and we got the indie we got like some like r&b yeah, cluttered in there yeah cluttered yeah. yes oh i'm yeah i think it's gonna be really sweet and yeah and all the like ticket sales going to add some house yeah. for women and children which is like so i think that's where like women's day is like very uh very beautiful it's mm-hmm. like it yeah, I I think we all have, like, mixed feelings about, like, having, like, <laughs> the one day a year and, like, yeah. yes, we still have to do this, like, because still, there's still so much we have to it's do. Still not great. Still not great! <laughs> <laughs> but using it as a celebration and, like, doing things like, you know, donating proceeds to, like, good causes and stuff, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it as a celebration. I'm going to watch a lot of my favorite like female-led shows, and like what? Fleabag. I bet. Ah, Fleabag. You're Fleabag, of course. I love, yes. I love Fleabag. Um, yeah, uh, all of those, like, yeah, cool women characters. You probably have a lot of like. What? What are your shows lately?
1: Oh, I don't. I try not to watch new TV because there's so much, and what? I can't keep up, and it all gets canceled after one season. So I don't like mm-hmm. to invest. That's fair. We we already have an off book. Yeah. Off-air euphoria talk, but <laughs> I don't want to waste any more time on euphoria. Man, what I heard left that show to Oh, me. my gosh. Did you
0: watch the finale? Oh, I did. What? Oh, boy. Yeah. Brandon and Tim and I watched it, and I was just like, this, that show really rocks you around good I'm sure anyone who's like on Twitter and stuff has seen like, yeah. Euphoria. You would think it
1: was the only show on TV if you looked at Twitter. Well, that's what that's what I think. I
0: I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of TV, um, and um, I'm just like, man, if you guys are all craving like like crazing over. Um, euphoria like there's so many other shows yeah euphoria is great it's beautiful and everything but it's like yeah it's like the only show that has ever come and i and i think it's
1: like the audience is literally five million or something which is like low for tv yeah um and uh but clearly it's like young people who are just online all the time yeah it's whenever I'm watching it, it's trending. Holy, but like every yeah. character name is trending. People wanting to punch Sam Levinson is, tra- is trending. Oh, yeah. I too would like to punch Me him.
0: Me too. Anytime he's on the screen. <laughs> Poor actor. I mean, I don't know him. I don't know what his vibe is actually like. But like, yeah, Nate Jacobs. Nate Jacobs
1: <laughs> <is> the worst. <laughs> anyway, I also wanted to bring up, um, so you're in a band called Maximum Overdrive with Yay. my old boss, Craig Mercer, Craig. Um, and your old teacher. Yes. Um, and But a funny thing is, I, the first show ever, I sang Total Eclipse of the Heart with the band, oh. and now you sing
3: it oh so I don't get invited.
0: That, uh, Seeing You, like, that song, that's my favorite song to sing now on Isn't stage. it the best it's song? Like, uh, do you
1: do the full version? Because here's a weird thing that happened. Oh, I, sh- yeah. I show up at Soundcheck, and they're like, this song's really weird. I'm like okay, and then they played it. I'm like, oh, you're playing the radio edit. That's yeah. f- this song is seven minutes long. Actually, definitely. Jim Steinman did not fuck around, and you can't radio edit him. Oh you can't God. cut it down. Yeah. So they were like, oh, uh, and then we like compromise. I think I mm-hmm. added. I I got them to add a verse back Sweet. in, but we didn't, did. But we didn't get to do the whole song. So oh which God. one do you do?
0: We definitely do the radio edit. Or
3: <sighs> Craig, like, come yeah. on.
1: <laughs> Give the people what they want.
3: Craig, Jim
0: Steinman's dead. He deserves his full song to be played. I remember that show so well. I was front row, the marquee, yeah, watching you sing "Total Eclipse," and it's just like, man, I love, I love the '80s. That's such a, that's <laughs> such a like fun, silly project that I've been like able to do. It's like. Um, And people love the 80s, like people love those songs. It's
1: like a ticket to happiness if you go to one
0: of those shows. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, seeing people like dance to like time after time (laughs) and like have like a private moment and stuff. Um, Yeah, that's fun. I yeah, Serge, Serge and Craig and you. Yeah, all being my teachers and now just like... Serge, I forgot, yeah. Yeah, Serge Sampson. It's wild. It's wild. The, I wasn't great in Serge's class and I remember like... <laughs> what was it? Oh, oh it was like... Um, oh, God, I can't remember what it was. It was a lot with... Um, oh, I just remember lots of contracts and stuff. And Oh, so like the, the legalese? It was, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something side, about basically. like, yeah, business and legal or something. Yeah, and, no one likes that. Oh, I remember the first like... The first time. He must have sensed some sort of like nerves in me or something. But I like Craig was like, Come come like see see the show and you can meet the guys. And um I was like, Of course. And I went to see Maximum Overdrive play. And I Serge was like, I heard you haven't been able to make any rehearsals and everything. And I was like, What? And he was like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh.
1: He's so quiet and straight faced, yes. it's like you don't yeah. know where it's gonna come from. <laughs> um and you have a
0: maximum of drive show coming up? Yes, on March fifth. So this Saturday um, yeah, March 5th, we have a show at Monty's, and it looks like it's still, like, the sit-down vibe. Right. This and the, and the show on Tuesday. And I think the, it's the last
1: of the bubble shows. Yeah,
0: wild. It's, like, it's been interesting, though. Like, people, people do kind of dance at their tables, and I think, like, there's ways to, like— make it kind of a fun show but it's it's different it's mm-hmm. been a different few years of navigating that
1: well you opened for rich Coin mm-hmm. back in november when we had that window that was oh, open for a minute God. and i i f- i was uncomfortable in that room i was like yes. there's too many people in here
0: it freaked me out um yeah but uh but it felt but it felt real it felt like oh my real God. life again i like yeah i i always have this feeling of like um yeah when i'm on stage like that, I kind of, like, white out. Like, I just, like, I, I'm i just, like, in another plane or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, this – but it was, like, this home feeling at the same time. And, yeah, it was less, like, dystopian than it's been <laughs> where it's just, like, you're looking out. You and I were talking right before. You're, like, looking out at people, like, drinking water at a table and eating their meal. And you're, like, trying to rock out on stage. But having – man, having that little – um that little moment where like we could have a packed seahorse show mm-hmm. it's just like oh my god the the serotonin like really brought me to yeah it it so helpful like that uh, so much of the pandemic I'm like who am I mm-hmm. like who am I if I can't do if I can't make art in this way and stuff like you must have you must have like felt a little bit of that too I, I actually you stayed a, busy. I, I had a really good time actually. <laughs> <I was> like-
1: <laughs> It's 2021 was my best year in a I long time. I love that. Yeah.
0: I love, okay, I that makes me saying, really happy. I feel bad saying, I mean, personally,
1: not going great, but like, yeah. but work-wise, it's creatively, been great. Creatively. Yeah, creatively, that's it's awesome. been great. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. that makes me really happy. <laughs> no, that is, that is like some people like really found like a stride and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I love that. No, it's like everyone kind of went through a different journey yeah
1: and i think and who everyone's journey i think is valid and yes no one should feel bad if they didn't do that yeah
0: or if they had like i know a lot of people are like i feel really bad but like i i got really healthy during this time and i like (laughs) and i love that too though it's like um yeah being like conscious of like a lot of people have had it really really tough during this time yeah um but yeah if you if you've like um kind of broken some bad habits or you like had some like career things really work out I think that's amazing like yeah yeah Yeah. take it in it's okay it's like oh my god I'm so afraid of getting canceled all the time it's just like (laughs) if I say that I'm like uh, uh, always having to say like I don't have it worse than anyone else. It's <laughs> just like I'm so. I afraid understand. Of that. Yeah. yeah, I know where I
1: am in the world. Yes. Uh, cool. Okay. Mm. T- uh, Tuesday, March eighth is this yes. show. And
0: then, do you have anything on the books for your solo act after that? So I know we have like uh yeah. So we just like uh, set a spring date mm-hmm. for a single release, which right. I'm I've been sitting on the single for uh, so long, and now that things are finally opening up, I'm just like. We are just ready to put it out. Um, And so, yeah, later on in the spring, we will have like a, I think I will put on my first headlining show. Amazing. Which I'm like, yeah, excited to kind of like build that whole world around it and stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to do something weird.
1: Cool. (laughs) And so do you have a, like, are you sitting on a record? Like, I know I know, mm-hmm. pop music is often single yeah. space. So how's, what's your approach there? This
0: one is a single. This one right. is a single. So I've been doing some, like, uh, some more, like, writing, like, leading up to it. I want to kind of, like, release more than I, you know, have been in this, like, pandemic and everything. So this will be the second single. And... Hopefully, some no. There, there are going to be more after that. Yeah, awesome, Mm -hmm.
1: cool. Well, thanks so much for coming in, and I'll see you on Tuesday from Table (laughs) Seventeen. Table (laughs) (laughs) Seventeen, wait in the back. This one one
0: goes out to Table (laughs) Seventeen. That's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, israel Thank you. Take care.
3: Halifax Examiner.